Hello and welcome to the final episode of The Wooden Spoon Series 1. It is absolutely mad to be sitting back in the studio in the exact same place that we recorded that very first episode and we had no idea what to expect, um, but the response has been absolutely incredible. So thank you so, so much from the bottom of our hearts for, for being amazing and being the best audience ever. Unfortunately, this week, we actually had a few extra people tuning in. Uh, they were sitting right outside the studio that we were recording in. Um, they, so if you can hear any background noise, uh, that's not us just auditioning some new hosts. We're not looking to replace anyone. Um, there's just a few people outside the studio today. So um, apologies about that. Let's dive in to the final episode of this series of The Wooden Spoon. Um, we wanted to do a little bit of a recap of the series, talk about what we've learned um, in the last couple of episodes um, and all the things that we discussed. So thank you very much for listening. And here here is the final episode. Hello and welcome to the final episode of The Wooden Spoon Series 1. Um, it's kind of bittersweet to be sitting in the studio today recording the last episode of this series because it's been so much fun. Um, so I suppose I should introduce everyone for the last time this series. I'm Jack. I'm Jade. I'm Eve. I'm Ruby. And today we thought we would just have a little reminisce about the series and how much fun we've had. And so I thought I would start by just asking you all what your favourite moment of recording the podcast has been. I know, straight away. I was going to straight away. No, the really funny thing is, is when you started it just then, I was like, oh my God, we should all sing the theme tune. And I was like, no, none of us can really do that. <laughs> but like, it's literally been in my head for weeks. So. That's it's one of my favourite things. That is a highlight. If any of us could sing, it would be amazing. I think low-key there's quite a lot of skill in this room. I'm looking at you, Jack. You look I was, like, Jack. I was you thinking look like back. You I was sing. like, no way. <laughs> my housemates at university made me take a tone deafness quiz because they were that convinced that my singing couldn't not be clinically bad. <laughs> so, um, and the results. 95% not tone deaf. Oh. However, still 5% tone deaf. So, like, <laughs> so not the biggest way. Yeah, and I think that bit is very much like in my kind of uh, vocal cords. <laughs> um, anyway, Jade, what was your highlight Ooh. of recording this podcast? Um, so my favourite moment, I think, was probably the start. So funnily enough, um, the first time we ever recorded an episode... I had never even met Eve Cornwell and nor, nor neither had I. Here. Hello. <laughs> and so we decided that we would actually prank Eve. And I don't know if you guys have seen this. I don't have we actually shared it. This has never no, this has no. never, never been, been released, which this maybe is, is a good thing. Scenes. I have yeah. a lot to say on this, so carry on. <laughs> um so Ruby basically had to get into this role of being a diva. And yeah. I don't know if you guys follow Ruby, but she is the opposite of a diva. She is the kindest, Aww. sweetest, <laughs> loveliest person. And so for her to kind of have this uh, bossy diva nature about her um, was just very out of character. And Eve was not expecting but it. But of course, let me just say, I when you've never met someone before, like obviously you've like watched them online. I'm obsessed with Ruby. I still am. Um, but when, you, when you've never met someone, you don't know what they're actually like. And I was absolutely terrified to meet both jade and ruby because they're both like these terrified huge... yeah i know i was it's really intimidating to meet someone in person especially when you're like in a project and you know you have I to get, get on them. with them yeah, and yeah, like i didn't know what you're gonna be true. like so obviously met jade jade was like lovely jade was like a ray of sunshine i was like okay this is everything Aww. i thought you'd be super positive <laughs> but then, then i met warning then i warning met you about me as well yes yeah, so i basically walked in and then jade was like okay just a bit of a warning about, just a heads up <laughs> just a heads up about ruby like sometimes she can be really difficult to work 
work with and like <laughs> slowly my heart was dropping because like as I'm, you all might by listening to this podcast Ruby just sounds like the best person ever it's like an angel fallen from heaven into the podcast studio oh not on that day <laughs> yeah not on this day and yeah I was being warned by people that like Ruby's difficult to work with and that, like I should up. just like yeah, I should we... just like keep my head down a bit and like not really say things so obviously not only was I scared to meet you anyway but now I was like super self-conscious about like what I was doing what's she gonna be like (laughs) yeah and it was just awful we sent those videos um I sent videos to Jade beforehand as well of me at the station and so Jade did did Jade show you those? yeah I saw those of like Ruby practicing to be a diva yes which like you were very good at. I was convinced for a whole hour that you were an awful person. <laughs> she was ordering Rachel around. Rachel, you know, helps us with the podcast. What else did it you do? It was the uh, orange slices in the water. Caps were going on about the orange slices in the water. Get like, me my orange slices. I need some orange slices in this water. Yeah, and I, I just, there was, yeah, there was one point where I, I went to the bathroom and then I came back in. No, I was about to come <laughs> back in and you were like, you. someone said, no, Rachel was like, I think Rachel Ruby said like, okay? oh, um, Ruby doesn't want you to come back in yet. Like, just wait outside. And I just stood outside and like, it sounds funny, but I was literally just like outside, like, oh my god, I've offended her. Like, this is awful. Like, <laughs> didn't you text your friends? I text my, I text because me and my friends are basically <laughs> who are probably listening. Shout out, um, we're huge Ruby Granger fans. Like, we all watch your videos, like on our TV while we're eating food. That sounds weird, but like we <laughs> do, we're like cute. <laughs> 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 we're just, we're just like big fans. And um, I was like, oh my God, I'm meeting Ruby today, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I messaged them while I was in the bathroom being like, guys, it's not what I thought. She's not what I see. She's not what she seems like online. Like the most dramatic message ever. <laughs> just being like, she's not who she says she is. <laughs> and then we did a big reveal and it was just the funniest yeah. thing. You've yeah, been pranked hilarious. by the prank patrol. Yeah, and I didn't understand what I was being... A bit traumatic. <laughs> yeah, but the worst bit was is that afterwards, um, there were so many bits that Eve was like, "Wait, were you acting with that bit? Or was mm. that real?" Yeah, I can and tell the whole it was thing, real, like every single false. line I said, was was false. Everything was acted. But Eve it was, was like, genuinely, Wait, you were kidding about that." It bit. was like a Darren Brown, like when he does those psychological <laughs> experiments, yeah. Yeah. and like when you've not met someone or you've never been exposed to like a concept before, and then because it's new to you, you don't know how to like. Process it. it and like there's been points since since where like Ruby's looked at me a certain way and I've completely <laughs> been sent back to like the hour that we were like we were with you and I've been suddenly been like oh my god she's the scary Ruby again yeah so this is the story of how we accidentally scarred Eve for life um, and how she will never trust anyone ever again so yeah. sorry about that that was a lot of fun for all of us and that um, was my highlight and, that's, yeah. and that is everyone's highlights uh, aside from Eve's <laughs> so um, Eve what is your highlight um, I I genuinely think the funniest highlight for me is the fact that like none of us, well, especially me to be honest, just can't concentrate for like a full like hour at a time. So like what you guys don't know when you're like listening to this is that we sit in a room and we record these podcasts and I'm just like a huge fidget and I can't like I just can't like focus on anything for a long period of time. And um, I'm not sure which episode it was. Was it the leadership one? Yes, yeah, yeah, I think it was. And um, yeah, I decided to start eating halfway through. Like, I think someone was saying like, a really meaningful I was. Point. I remember was being Jack, Jack midway through saying something and I just saw this little hand <laughs> in front of me towards the pile of sweets in the middle of the table, which is still there now. And I just keep watching you and making sure you're <laughs> With not a very loud wrapper. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I was trying to unwrap this sweet. <laughs> 
And I literally for just, so long. For so long. Really subtly. Like imagine really like imagine a hamster, right, with its really tiny fingers, <laughs> and it's unwrapping the sweet, and then it puts the board sweet into its pouch, and I was just kind of like holding it in my mouth because I knew that I couldn't eat it. Because every time I tried to eat it, it was picking up on the sound. Yeah. And this whole time, Jack is like, you know, telling this really deep story about his life, and I'm just like, <laughs> mouth full. Just say it's a podcast where you're expected to like speak. I'm <laughs> <laughs> she chose to have a hard-boiled sweet, which literally takes through. like 10 minutes to devour. You um, know what? Everyone makes mistakes and everybody has those days. Um, that preach. was maybe, that was a reference. We're definitely getting copyrighted for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just, I, I remember so clearly just seeing out of the corner of my eye, in my like peripheral vision, <laughs> I could just see Eve like slowly trying to unwrap this sweet. And all of us were aware of it, aside from her, that it was making so much oh, noise. Guys, I thought I was being so discreet. Like I generally was like, <laughs> I'm James Bond. No one knows I'm eating anything. And then I turn around and everyone is glaring at me. I'm like, okay, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually a bit of a disaster oh, yeah. episode. I spilt water all over my lap, <laughs> like know, twice. And it's, you know, we've recorded for about 40 minutes and I managed to, I just, I don't know what happened there, no, but we just could not focus. <laughs> yeah, it was our like first time back in the studio since we recorded like a batch of the original episodes and it just, just did not go to plan. No, it wasn't um, the best. <laughs> speaking of which, being cooped up in this little uh, studio sometimes, one of my highlights is when um, the first time that we recorded some episodes, we bulk recorded about three or four yeah, in one yeah. day. And um, it's that's quite a lot of like deep chats to be having, okay? And we were our brains were a little bit like fried, <laughs> and so <laughs> in between recording two episodes, we were, we just had way too much energy. It was like a lot of kinetic energy bouncing around. We were like, we need to get rid of some of this. Um, and there's a balcony just outside where we record the podcast. Um, and so we were like going up and down, doing like PE drills <laughs> up and down this balcony. There were jumping jacks going on um, and jumping jades and jumping eaves. Hey! <laughs> Sorry, Kuma says. And, um, you know, we were, we were doing sidesteps, like high knees, like, like it was just, it was just ridiculous. Anyone also, who could have seen us. I think I need to caveat this with the point that the balcony <laughs> hangs over the River Thames. <laughs> yes. Like this wasn't safe and like nothing about this was safe at all. There was a very high risk of this podcast only having three hosts <laughs> yeah. for, you know, half of it if we'd lost one to the Thames. Yeah. Um, a lot of dancing. We did dancing to J-Ho. We did. we did. Nicole Scherzinger yeah, put in a mm. shift for us that night. Yeah, she did. as well. We tried pirouetting. Yep. Brought out all of the skills. Yeah, for something that is audio only. Um, there's been a, there's been <laughs> a lot. You've missed out on a lot. There's been a lot of movement. <laughs> but happening. is that a bad thing? That's the question. Yes. Well, they've missed out on every single one of Jack's stripy t shirts, which yeah. he wears. You wear a different stripy t shirt for every episode. Yeah. Are you wearing a stripy t-shirt today, though? Okay, yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you. You called me out. We were going to keep that quiet. All I right? knew Ruby would have my side. Ruby, what was your highlight of uh, series one? Oh, I've got to say that I really did. Lo- I really did love doing the um, the kind of like the promo, the promo bits. Oh, for the first mm. episode. So, oh, the first so episode. Fun. So uh, we did some photo shoots, which were basically just us laughing the whole time, yeah. um, and also the promotional video where we were. Hitting the wooden spoons together. Yeah, I love yeah. That. So we made a um, promotional <laughs> video where we were like all just dotted around random kind of uh, places in London. Yeah, London landmarks. Mm. Um, each just banging wooden spoons together, and it was 
such fun. Like it was just so it was like, much it was really fun. Good fun. Fun chaos. I mean, it was I, very weird. Yeah, organized it chaos. It wasn't just like a random tapping. We had to each. We each had a beat that we had to go to. Yeah, and we are hard. not that musical. <laughs> no, no. It was literally just us tapping, but we still had very, to have intense instruction. Very mind. Ruby was in the British Library. Yeah, I was in a library. Go there to work, and Ruby I was, was just right like next to this jogging girl. around, like <laughs> slapping two sticks together. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What is going on?" Yeah. There was this girl looking at me like. Like back and forth because I was literally like less than a meter away from her and she was there studying <laughs> and I was there hitting the side hitting with the a table. wooden spoon <laughs> <laughs> and then finished I was like oh I'm so sorry we just ran off yeah. and then she comes over and she's like aren't you a study tuber <laughs> why are you distracting me yeah um. Ruby's there just making sure that no one else can get any work done so, that, <laughs> so they have to continue watching her videos <laughs> oh are you feeling unproductive I've got a great solution <laughs> youtube.com slash business card. how to avoid distractions <laughs> <laughs> I <eat> me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, launch week was so much fun. We did, um, we, we went to VidCon, which was really cool. And we recorded so an episode yeah, in front of an audience, which was Yeah, just, some of you listening might have been there. Yeah, such yeah. an amazing opportunity, um, which we're all so grateful for. We, we, it was just a lot of fun. Mm. Um, and it really was a case of just hanging out with your mates and just being really ridiculous and having loads of fun and then using it as promo. So that was a really yeah. good week. Yeah, super, really super fun. fun. I personally have learned so much from each episode we've recorded mm. and I hope that uh, you as an audience have too because uh, just having these conversations for me it's opened my brain to so many new things um, mm. and I wanted to ask you guys you know what what did have you learned from individual episodes yeah I feel like for me like every single literally what you're just saying like every mm. single time we recorded an episode I just felt like I'd actually discussed something yeah which sounds yeah. weird but it's so easy to go through your everyday life kind of just like floating and never really discussing anything past like or like scratching the surface scratching topics, the surface, but never like diving but never deep really yeah. talking about it and like every single time we talked about something I actually was able to form an opinion on it yeah. and like actually be able to realize where I stood on something for example when we did the perfectionist episode I don't know whether I've already mentioned this but beforehand I found it really difficult to kind of like prepare for it and like think about what I wanted to say because I didn't see myself as someone that was a perfectionist and mm -hmm. that's because I thought of perfectionism only in like a very limited linear way and that like oh perfectionism is to do with like very academic grades when actually as we discussed in in that episode which is a fantastic one if you've not listened to it already um self-plug yes. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Jack gave you a look of like seriously you're self-plugging self more this plugs point. than an extension <laughs> oh my god well um, yeah I found that one so so interesting because I realised that perfectionism is actually something that goes far wider and it's actually yeah. just about being like quite hard on yourself in certain situations and like pushing yourself to like standards you hold it, it was just so mm. interesting and that's something mm. I would have never considered and also how all of us were able to relate to that in some way yeah like how you know some of us we came in not thinking that we had any perfectionistic tendencies mm. and just through talking mm. we realised that you know not necessarily within everything yeah. in life but within certain aspects of our lives yeah. and also interestingly one thing I want to say is like since that episode I've because I feel like I discussed it mm. and because I'm now aware of it I actually work on that a lot more with yeah, myself cool. because like I'm so much more aware every day now of like how like self-critical I can be and like yeah. ways that I can improve that and I think it has helped me mentally mm. what to inform your own identity yeah oh that's so interesting so thanks guys yeah. <laughs> and to everyone listening you've helped me so <laughs> we love group therapy <laughs> it's true though it's just like yeah. self-awareness isn't it like yeah I, I feel like I come out of every episode like feeling like I understand my own viewpoint on things so much better mm. yeah um 
I was going to say the mental the mental health episode for me was one that really stood out as well, um, just because I think it is a topic that it's so, it can be really hard to discuss, and so to just have dedicated time to purely like devote to that, I found like quite special. Like it came yeah. out of it, mm. yeah. Um, just even discussing like the stigma around it, um, and how we all have, like we all we all struggle with mental health and. And yet we still struggle so much to voice it. It was really nice to sit down and just be able to like relate to everyone else. Um, it was still really hard to hard to record. I think you're right about allowing for it to become an open space. And the places where you feel you can talk about it are quite limited, which is really, really bad. And so being given a space where you can just talk about it is actually really liberating and really important. And yeah. um, I mean... I would even say that kind of having had that discussion once, it becomes more, it becomes um, easier for you to then talk about it in other realms of life as well. I mean, for example, uh, with the, like having recorded that episode, um, friends of mine or family of mine who had listened to it then wanted to start a conversation about mental health. And that's um, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. I think there were certain things that, as concepts I knew existed. We made an episode on rejection and we had all um, had times where we'd been rejected and stuff. And we, um, you know, we all understood rejection as a concept, but we ne- I'd never properly dived into like fundamentally what is rejection and why mm. do we feel it and how is mm. it different? And why how, does it affect us so yeah, much? Yeah, yeah uh, I think looking at it from a psychological perspective and comparing it with kind of like visceral pain and physical pain and all of that stuff, it was it was so fascinating to actually yeah. unpick something which we just take for granted as a concept. Yeah, you kind of pierce the veil of like what yeah. something is and like this huge, like words seem really huge and like as soon as you break them down, like yeah. for example the idea of like failure as a word is like a huge word and then when you like work out what failure actually is, it's a lot less scary mm. and it's a lot less mm. daunting and you can kind of figure out how you want to like not cope with it but how you can then deal with it. I think mm-hmm. like process it. Process yeah. it, yeah, hugely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's something I love is that we've taken the idea of failure and, and of success and we've really just like put that into so many different contexts. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So we've explored it in so many different ways. And I think at the start of the podcast, I think I definitely had kind of an idea of what, you know, fa- what failure would conjure in my mind. But now, now that we've explored it in so many different realms, it's just like when you say failure to me, I know that it's not it's not one thing. It's not just that rejection. Mm. It's it's um yeah, it's so many different moments in your life mm. which you can then learn from, pick yeah. yourself up from, turn it into a success. And I found like yeah, just even in my daily life, if there are lots of small things which might have gone wrong or if I'm just feeling a little bit low, it's like through having these conversations I feel like now I'm more able to like recognize that, be more self-aware, as you were saying, and Eve. process it, process yeah. it, yeah, mm-hmm. and then turn it into something more optimistic, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the really fantastic thing as well that we've had as like as a response to this podcast. Yeah. I think a lot of us get like mm-hmm. replies on Instagram or mm-hmm. tweets, and it's kind of people saying like, uh, being able to listen to this once a week has like hugely changed my perspective on things, which is like mm-hmm. incredible. Amazing. Amazing. Um, but but yeah. it's the same for us as well, you know, just getting to discuss it and actually getting to talk about it. And one thing I've learned a lot is just to be fairer to ourselves and yeah. allow ourselves time to process things and yeah. actually and, and work them out for ourselves and redefine our own definitions and, and unpick them and, un, and yeah. you know, take them apart a little bit to work out 
how to recover from them yeah. as well. And also, like, kind of, like, appreciate the imperfection. Of, I didn't even mean that because of the, because of the word perfection. <laughs> but just, like, the imperfection of humans. Mm. Like, humans, yeah. like we all have like all these failures about us and like when we're able to sit and talk about them it all it's almost becomes quite funny because we're all individually so like hard on ourselves and we have all of these like interpretations of ways that we fail or ways that we're successful and you actually sit down and talk about it someone's got a completely opposite opinion you're literally just like why did I spend all that time stressing like this is ridiculous but I think it's yeah it's taught me that it's so interesting to talk about these kind of these topics that seem really abstract and profound and actually when we take them apart and we each have our own kind of definitions of them and we each have our own experiences of them Mm. you could learn so much from other people's journeys with those with those things and that's why I love the kind of community feel that we have with this podcast because it feels like everyone's kind of in it together us and the audience included yeah we are we're all all in this together sorry Sorry, (laughs) interrupting you with (laughs) high school musical references (laughs) I'm interrupting you um no I was just gonna say that it's um kind of thinking of it as a focal point when when you're able to discuss something with multiple different people Mm. being able to find that thing in the middle which is I mean sorry to use like a term from philosophy but like conceptual analysis is this idea where you unpick you unpick something and you find the absolute absolute core which is experienced and known by people and I love the fact that what what we've done here is so focused around people as opposed to it being something massively like academic or based yeah. on yeah. fact. Yeah. It's yeah. something which comes down to how this, how failure, how success, how they are lived. Yeah. And, um, because that's how we all yeah. individually register them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. This is what I was just trying to, you've explained that. I was going to say that was I was conscious of using it like as a yeah no I think that's fantastic but it's just so yeah, it's like we're all we like we're all human like yeah. it all boils down to the fact like we're all human we all deal with these things and um, as soon as we can start like discussing it yeah, yeah. and we're all just working it out at the same the time yeah. as well it wasn't intended to be um but apparently that's what we're doing today um but yeah also we wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast everyone who streamed the podcast everyone who has shared um and rated and reviewed and all of that kind of stuff it's just so Mm. kind um to see the response because we are literally four people sitting in a studio just having a bit of a chat having a bit of a natter (laughs) and so the fact that you know you guys have listened and and responded so kindly um we really appreciate it. so so yeah. thank you for it's that been um, and also Incredible. um we went to number one one um, which was a little bit uh crazy and unexpected for all of us so again thank you yeah um, thank you absolute madness <laughs> yeah like the education charts as well like how yeah. mad is that that we were number one like multiple times crazy yeah just in it's different just countries yeah. and wow and multiple episodes at once would be charting you know on the um, oh, edu- on the education all the yellow exactly. it felt like christmas number one there was like yeah. because there was, there, was that, there was that one week where we didn't know whether we were gonna hit number and this is like this isn't even on the education charts guys this is like on the Overall UK national charts, yeah. UK, UK charts, charts which is so hard there are so many fantastic podcasts out there it's so hard to get and it wasn't refreshing and we were all just we were all WhatsApp group chat and we were like oh my god like is it gonna hit it like it was yeah it was like Christmas yeah. and we only hit it because of you guys so thank you yeah, oh yeah exactly. this is a this is a team thing yeah. you know yeah we we really appreciate it so we can express our gratitude enough so thank you thank you thank you um and then i guess moving on from that we kind of this whole podcast has been about 
success and failure and kind of at the beginning of the series one thing when we sat down to talk about what we wanted to make a podcast about we said we want to make something that we haven't discussed on our youtube channels before and one thing that we all found was a response to a lot of our channels or or you know responses that we'd had to the world was that success and failure were kind of like a dichotomy where Mm. they were just like binaries they were completely separate um and we kind of through the more we spoke about it the more we realized that actually a lot of the things that we once saw as failures had then turned into successes or had led to successes Mm. you know one door closed but another opened and actually it was better um and sometimes we didn't even know if it was better and that's fine too um and so i wanted to talk to you guys about you know we started the podcast with our own ideas of success and failure and how has that changed for all of you Mm. Success for me is like become such a spectrum, I think. Yeah. Because like I as you were just saying, before I before we even started this, I very much considered success as like this one like end goal thing mm. to achieve. Mm. Like this abstract thing that I could achieve. And whereas now I feel like I'm much more able to see the smaller successes in my own life. Yeah. Which sounds a bit strange, but like beforehand I would have never done that because I would always think success is like such a a big event like it's a bigger yeah. thing yeah and another thing i've realized is that i used to get a lot of success through validation so i would only feel properly successful if other people validated my own success mm. whereas now i feel a lot more independence and freedom to think you know what i actually found that really hard and i'm proud of myself for doing that mm. one of the best pieces of advice that i'd had uh, just in terms of kind of making to-do lists and things like that was putting really small things like have lunch you know, or, mm. or get out of bed mm. and putting those on your to-do list. Cause those are things that you need to do mm-hmm. in a day. Um, and being able to take those things off. And I think sometimes we focus so much on these huge monumental tasks that we, f- we forget to consider incremental gains. Or how to get yeah. there. And, yeah, yeah. And the fact that you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, it's that kind of idea mm. of, of focusing on the little, focusing on the small wins before you can celebrate the huge ones um, or even get or even reach them. Um, and that's one thing I've learned as well is to is to really focus on, you know, little successes and little wins and, and also little failures and how to how to keep moving and bouncing in between. Um, yeah, I think for me, um, it's just really reinforced how relative success is again, how like what I view as being successful is so different from what someone else might view as being successful, um, how my failure might be someone else's success. I think it's really just like hit that home in so many different contexts and how I should be more grateful for, as you say, all the little wins. And now, like, almost every day, like, just before I go to bed, I try and think, like, what is a small little success that I have had today? Even if it's something, like, so tiny, like, in my mental health, maybe, or if I had a low moment, but, you know, I, like, sort of turned it around with more positive light. It's like, what were those those small successes that I can be proud of. Mm. Um, And also with regards to like the extracurricular and the leadership type episodes, um, I think I always thought that doing more would constitute more success. So like do more, take on more, spend your time doing more tasks, tick more things off. Like if you're not exhausted, you're not working hard enough. Literally that, Yeah. yeah. Like almost to the point of burnout. And yes, you know, that is success, great. Even though if I, keep taking on more tasks I don't necessarily feel more successful it just in my head it kind of you know equates to meaning success um but I think through this podcast I've just really learned that I don't need to 
take on more and more and more in order to be successful and there are there are things that are just as important like you know taking time for your mental health um yeah just those kind of small wins which don't necessarily they're not necessarily as something as physical and tangible Mm. that you can just tick off Mm. yeah Yeah. this is kind of i mean um this is this is definitely leading on from that what i would say is like kind of a very core thing that i've learned from this podcast um but in the very terminology that you use there, Jade, about um, about feeling success, like the difference between feeling and kind of being, mm. um, that's something I've definitely taken away from this um, because success doesn't have to be is, isn't based on goals. It's not based on something tangible, as you said. It's based on a mindset. It's based on um, on something which you feel. Um, but sorry, the other thing that I was going to say was um, with regards to failures and. Again, okay, I'm sorry, because this, again, sounds like something quite similar, which has already been said, so I'm sorry. Um, but I was going to say with um, with failures, I am so much more conscious of the fact that they're not failures. Um, so whenever something bad happens, um, I genuinely feel that I've become more optimistic. Um, mm. And I make a conscious effort to, if something if something does go wrong, I think, oh, well, what what is the wooden spoon here? Where yeah. is what what cake am I going to make with this? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think it's a cool idea that sometimes rejection can mean redirection, and you know sometimes like what you originally um, perceive as being a failure can become a success later down the line, and it isn't always as binary as this is a failure forever. It's like maybe this feels like a failure right now, but in a year's time or two years down the line, I I won't feel in exactly the same way. I think as well for me it's just really like reminded me how important it is to be open about my failures and share my failures as well um because I think in sharing them it just reinforces the idea that there is a silver lining to it and that Mm. it will translate to a success and in sharing those moments where you might feel really low and like like a failure um it'll always get better and it's kind of nice to be able to share that with someone else who might be feeling those things I think it makes us more human which is what I was saying before a bit but I think it just like recognizes the fact that like we're not perfect we're not all like these really like hybrid successful robots whatever way that's defined like we are human and as soon as you can kind of like sit down with someone and just be like this is how I'm feeling this is how you're feeling let's like just talk through it it's immediate you immediately are able to relate on a level that you don't get superficially in most of your conversations Mm. but it's interesting even when you say like we're not all these robots designed to be perfect all the time like that even what you're saying that that's artificial like being a, a robot you know mm. they don't exist so yeah. i think and that's something that we spoke about in the perfectionist episode as well mm. is like does this idea of perfection actually exist in the real world and mostly what we realized was no, no. <laughs> and it was a it was a construct that we had it's like a man-made creation that, yeah. that we had developed mm. and could never attain mm-hmm. um, and that's one thing that i found super interesting yeah. as well and leading on from that it's obviously been amazing to have um so much interaction and audience feedback and we actually have some um questions from some listeners um which i'm going to pose to you all so i hope you're ready um (laughs) so the first question is do you think people focus too much on appearing successful Oh, I think 100%. Definitely. I think with the rise of social media, like everyone's Mm. so much more conscious of their own personal image and no one wants to look like a failure. Yeah. But also that's such a hard thing because 
with the whole relativity of success, people are going to try to aspire to what they think other people are viewing as successful. So kind of the more generalised things, maybe like good grades or making a lot of money or being really happy. Um, and it's a lot easier to project those things as opposed mm. to the times which might be viewed by other people as being more more like failures. And it's just yeah. a lot easier to, yeah, to yeah. appear yeah. successful. I think social media relies on comparison in a way because it's all about like how who you are defining yourself as an individual by setting yourself apart from other people and so people try to make themselves Mm. you know we've spoken about this a little bit before but I think it is that whole idea of when you click onto Instagram you are seeing a highlights reel but not just one person's highlights reel every single person on your timeline's highlights reel so even when you click on stories and you're just flicking between them that is something that every single person has individually decided to share and there's a conscious effort there to um, to display that. Um, and when you post something, you are aware of the, you are aware of an audience, and that people will see that. Um, and so I think that it's important to remember that that is a, it's constructed um, and it's created and crafted for other people to view. And so sometimes people do show you know a kind of glamorized version of reality that actually isn't very real at all. Mm. It is interesting that. Um the kind of success which is appealed to as well on social media is very um, is very linear. It is very kind of it is very set. Um, so the idea that it it is seen as maybe not by everyone but by a large majority of people, if you were to share something which was incredibly vulnerable, yeah, um, I'd say that's an incredible success. Mm. And there are and there are people yeah. who would say it's an incredible success. But at the same time, Jade, as as, as you kind of alluded to, um, many people won't think of that as a success um so i think it's it's the danger of social media is that it's appealing to that one sense of kind of more societal success as opposed to the kind that we've been discussing here which is mm. much more self-defined it's very much mm. internalized yeah. isn't it yeah and also i think what you've got to realize is that we can't kind of like i'm sure no one in this room would say they've never been a victim of that like mm. i remember like i remember passing my driving test and the first thing i posted everywhere online was like my certificate being like i can drive now (laughs) yeah whereas if you'd failed would you have put it on no absolutely not Um, as someone who failed their driving test three times i can confirm i never posted that (laughs) the interesting thing though is that i only posted that i'd failed my driving tests after i'd already passed because then that was almost like a safety net to be like okay yeah these things happen but it's fine because i'm successful now now. yeah Yeah. i've got I've, i've reached the goal now yeah um and i think yeah you're right I was going to say maybe also, that was the end of my point I don't, know, I, don't know where, I don't know where I was going with that it's what you mentioned earlier as well about validation I think because we're so used to almost seeking that validation to to feel somewhat successful like even if you've done something which which you should deem as successful it's what you were saying you don't necessarily feel it until mm. other people are also saying that you are successful mm. because of it yeah um so yeah, definitely. But yeah. I think probably the best success you can have are self-defined and the ones that maybe you choose not to share just so that you can you 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 wholeheartedly know that you are successful and you don't need that validation. Yeah. I think also, don't you think it is so interesting how like like the definition of like how like how of how you will perceive a certain success is well, I know it's definitely for myself. I don't know about you guys, but like it's so reliant on kind of like that validation online. For example, like I, I, I could have yeah. something that I like. Maybe I wouldn't consider a big success, but then I put it online and say a load of people were like, 
whoa, like yeah, that's really good. Up. That's so amazing. I'm probably <laughs> happy. So I'd, yeah. I'd be like, wow, that's such a great success. Or like if I had something that I thought was a great yeah. success and then I put it online and I didn't get much of a response, I would self question whether it was even a success in the that first place. That's such a even point. if it was something that I had been planning to do for like five years. Yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. it's if, so I suppose strange. It's, it's one of those things where if it it is relative, and if you were struggling to get out of bed in the morning and one day you do and you and you and you get in the shower and you get dressed and you're like yeah i've done this and if you posted that maybe not everyone would be able to recognize that as no one's going to give you a trophy for doing that but that doesn't mean it isn't monumental mm. to you yeah and i agree like sometimes it we rely too much on the validation of others to tell us yeah you're right that was a success yeah um yeah it's weird it's like a self-perpetuating cycle because like i think i definitely do like, I definitely rely on that. But then when I think about it now, I'm like, how am I ever going to get out of that cycle? Like, social media is so yeah. huge. Mm. We all rely on it so much. I mean, like, even sitting in this podcast room now, I've posted about being here. Mm. Like, is that in itself, like, a sense of validation for, like, recording a podcast? Yeah. And, like, yeah. like it's, it's so strange to think about yeah. how much it, like, is involved in our lives. And I can't see that changing anytime soon. Mm. And it's completely ingrained as well. I would yeah. do it subconsciously without yeah. even, like you've brought it up there, but that's not something that would cross my mind every time I posted something, but it mm. probably is there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. interesting. Mm. Um, so uh, moving on to uh, question number two. Um, que- the question is, what do you think motivates you to not give up? So when you had had that wooden spoon moment, um, you know, what is it that keeps you going, keeps you fighting and keeps you, because it's not always easy to, to see like, oh, you know, don't worry about it, this thing that's just happened, because it does, it, it, it does matter to you in the moment. And it's not always easy to think this won't matter in the long run. So what motivates you to keep, keep going? Firstly, really important not to give up. If you're listening to this now and you're finding something really tough, don't give up. I just think I'll say that because it might help one person. Mm. The second mm. thing I will say is that um, it's really important to like, one way I would cope with that is by redefining the end goal you're trying to get to. So yeah. like if you keep like falling like against something and you're kind of like, okay, it's taken me ages and ages to get there. I may as well give up. We'll break down the the, the mountain you're trying to scale into much more manageable chunks. You were talking about this earlier, I think, mm. about how if you look at it as like success as like a big end goal thing, it seems huge and like a huge thing to look up to and you can't get there. But if you actually break it into chunks, like you were talking about like put in your to-do list that you're going to eat lunch, mm. like that in itself is a building block. So yeah, maybe- so maybe just changing your perception, which is very vague, so sorry, but I think that's Breaking it down into mini successes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. As, as Jack was saying. Yeah. I think I it's just like, yeah, also just that knowledge that there, there is a silver lining in that moment. If you, like, why should you give up when, when 10 years down the line, you'll, you'll look back at that moment and be like, wow, yeah. like, mm. that was the deciding moment. If I had chosen to give up right then, like I would not be sat here yeah. doing what I love right now or, you know, having achieved what I've achieved. So yeah, yeah, do it for your yeah. future self, you know? I think that's the most important thing. Think of where you could be, what you want to do, like what motivates you and why why is that your goal in the first place? I think if you really redefine that goal, then you won't you won't you won't want to give up. Yeah. You'll, you'll keep going. I was, I was just thinking then, just as you were speaking, isn't it so interesting the language that we're using? Giving up. Yeah. Like we're literally suggesting the idea that if you are working towards something and you decide that you're no longer gonna do it and you're gonna pursue something else, that is giving up. You're not, you're just changing tact, you're changing direction. Just because you've maybe not succeeded at something in the way that you had attempted your success to be doesn't mean you're like giving up on something. Mm-hmm. Like that in itself is quite a negative way to perceive the situation. Mm-hmm. You're just kind Very of like true. retracking yourself. 
I just quickly, quickly want to bring up on that note. Um, dropping out of uni, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. have this stigma around it as you are giving up. And I have a friend who dropped out and she really like went into this place in herself for a while of just feeling so low and feeling, you know, like a failure. When in, in reality, the course just wasn't for her. Mm-hmm. And she knew yeah. that she needed to go away, you know, redo an A-level and then apply for what she wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so I think that's so true what you just said about giving up because she was not giving up. She was just redirecting herself mm. to the right mm. path that was right for her. But you're right, even in what, like, <laughs> this is so silly like, to keep going around. It's about like talking about dropping out again seems like, mm. some, again, even in the terminology that we use, it sounds mm. bad. Mm. And it's not necessarily, it's, it's again, changing your mindset, changing your goals and changing um, you know your ambitions a bit and, and just mm. redirecting what you mm. want to do uh, it is interesting how we just talk about those things as if they are inherently bad yeah I mean it, sorry no because um, <laughs> um, I mean it, it it is actually quite a damaging mindset in itself to say that um, that you're going to keep the exact same goal forever and ever I mean yes you want to keep like these broader goals in mind but to say exactly exactly what you're going to do and never ever deviate from that you're limiting yourself and you're limiting um you're kind of you're very that could be inhibiting for your sense of self as we spoke about last week was it last week mm. um yeah yeah so like, you've got sorry i was gonna say you've got to realize whose interests you're pursuing in life so for example mm-hmm. if you are the university if you are the institution then that individual is dropping out of your course but if you're the individual your interests are your own they're not the they're not the university's interests and so in your own mm. interests you're not dropping out yeah you're you're pursuing a, another form of success you're mm. redirecting yourself and so you need to make sure that when you define your own success you're defining your own and you're not defining it on behalf of the, of other people because yeah. then it becomes fake and you'll you will look back and you'll say what why on earth did i do all those years to drop out is actually a huge display of confidence and self-awareness and it's something that a lot of people would never do because they are completely concentrated on this model image of kind of like this linear direction you go through life but as soon as you start to question that and think about what's going to make myself the most happy you're appealing to your own your own interests mm-hmm. for the pro- for probably oh, the first I love time. that you put that so you well that, so that well. was amazing yeah. and it goes so well with <laughs> the, sense of self, the sense of self episode that reminds me so much of that one yeah. like your own independence of thought mm. it's so important and it's hard to do as well. Well, without further ado, I guess it's time to dive straight in to the final productivity tip of the series, which is one that we all kind of discussed, and that is sort of about opening your mind to new ideas and talking about the idea that time spent learning new things, you know, beyond the books, beyond academia, beyond school, is time well spent. Um, and that can be in the form of like immersing yourself in culture, you're going to um, see exhibitions or just hearing from someone who you never thought you would agree with even. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that kind of thing is interesting. Maybe listen to a podcast. <laughs> We've got about eight episodes that you can uh, <laughs> dive straight into um, and, and we'd recommend them. <laughs> but yeah, so that's our productivity tip of the week. Um, I don't know if you guys wanted to add anything there or... I think you said it perfectly. I think, I think yeah. that was... Well, lifelong said. learning. 
And also we have our final song suggestions of the week. So Eve, would you like to kick us off? Yes, my final song is Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Tune. Mine is Defying Gravity from Wicked. Oh my oh god. god! I didn't see you as a musical theatre girl. No, musical theatre all the way. Love musicals. Love um, mine is Drops of Jupiter by Train. And mine is Green Tea Ice Cream by Matt Demona. Um, mm. And those are our, our final songs of the week. So please go and wow. check out um, the playlist that we've made um, and have a little boogie to that. On Spotify. It's on Spotify, yeah. Um, and also, we actually have um, a survey, as this is our last episode of the series. We'd love to know what you thought. Um, please be nice to us. Um, but yeah, we'd love <laughs> some kind of... constructive. Yeah, yeah. constructive <laughs> criticism. We can take it. Yeah. Um, We're yeah. all newbies here. It's we not just a failure because it's going to help us to build more success. Yeah, so. yeah but also, like, don't be <laughs> savage. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, we'd love to hear what you thought of the podcast, what your favourite things were, um, you know, what you would love to see potentially in the future. Um, we would absolutely love um, to sit in the studio again. There will be a link down below in the description. So give that a click and let us know what you thought. Well... Uh, I guess that's it. That's that's the final jingle of the of the oh. series. No, I can't, I can't I believe it's over. It. What? This is crazy. This has flown by as well. Yeah. Literally, week by week, it's flown by. Did yes. you ever think that we were going to get to this moment? That this moment was... It actually feels so surreal. This moment is actually calm. I feel like there's a very high mm. chance that we will keep talking and never <laughs> let this end. Um, we'll never leave this studio ever. <laughs> we're just going to lock oh, the door. Gonna I lock thought even, like, in. as friends, I was like, well, I'm hoping you won't leave me after this <laughs> yeah, season. Delete number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but we did just want to kind of wrap up by saying the most enormous thank you um, and expressing our gratitude to you guys for listening. I'd like to say thank you to Jade, even Ruby as well for being Aww. absolutely wonderful. Back um, at you, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, and also to Bella, to Rachel, to Charlie, to Max, to Danny, all of our like production team who were so, so lovely and have helped us make this a thing because... I don't know about you guys, but I have no idea no. how no. to use anything no. beyond no. my mouth <laughs> in this <laughs> context. I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say voice notes. <laughs> voice would have been better. Voice would have been a better word. Voice notes. Used. I thought you were going to say voice notes on your phone. Because I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the closest thing I have to a podcast before this. Like, <laughs> yeah. very random voice memos. <laughs> yeah. So um, without everyone involved, this wouldn't have happened. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, to thank you everyone. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, the, the wooden spoon is a moment where where you come last, where, you know, you haven't won and, and it's kind of awarded to you because you've essentially failed. And at that point, it is a useless instrument. But hopefully um, this podcast has been all about redefining that and reestablishing what we mean by success and failure and, you know, using the wooden spoon to do something productive, maybe by making a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so for the final time this series, please, please, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Um, and if you want a season two, that's the only way to get it. <laughs> <Yes. I'm worried. laughs> um, so yeah, I guess the last thing to say is my favorite part of every episode. And that is, see, see you all spoon. Hopefully. <laughs> No, but seriously, go right with you. <laughs> okay, let's just listen to the jingle. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do.